So, I went to Subway today and uh, for lunch. Uh, please don't judge me. Um, I'm quite well aware of their awful food and the stench. But sometimes I'm really craving a turkey sandwich with bacon and Southwest Chipotle on it. You know? And I need one sometimes. And today was one of those times. And, you know, I order my sandwich, get it made for me, and check out. And, you know, they ask if I want a bag. Of course, I want a fucking bag. Always want a bag. With Subway. Maybe not anymore, though, because, well... This happened before. It's happened a couple times, and um, uh, I I want to vent about it because something happened. Um, so, like the bag, I'm not sure who's aware of this or not, but Subway has new bags now. They used to have like plastic bags, like that that you could like carry stuff easier with. That had like handles. You know, that you could hold the, the, the sandwich with. To hold the bag with. You know? Stuff like that. And, um... Now, the past couple times, they've given... they've When they've put it in a the bag, they have these paper bags. And they put it, you know, my sandwich in the bag. And, like, this bag looks like it can hold, like, multiple subs. And they give me this bag, and it's like, there's room for other stuff in there. It's just so big. I, the, why can't they have, like, a smaller bag for, like, when you just are buying one sub? But that, that, I don't fucking know. Maybe they just expect me not to have a bag if I'm having one sub. But I just, I was annoyed at, like, this bag, because it's like, I, you can't. It's hard to hold compared to the old one and, and like, the old plastic ones that I like, like that was a lot more feasible. And this one, it it's a lot bulkier and it's, like, it's just a bigger bag and, like, I can't, there's no handle on it or anything. I can't hold the fucking thing and it's just, it's just, it's a fucking annoying to deal with this stupid new paper bag from Subway. I'll post a picture of it on my Twitter or Facebook. It's a, there is a picture on my Twitter account, um, which will lead me to this. Because, like, on the way back to work, I'm like, well, I'll, I'll post on Twitter. I will, I will send a message to Subway on Twitter and ask, you know, hey, I did, I did that. I, um, I'm like, hey, hey, at Subway, um. I, I hate your new um, bulky paper bags. What happened to the plastic ones? That's all I did. Just asked that question. Okay? Okay. That's all I did was ask a question on Twitter. So, like, I um, I got some responses back. None of them are from Subway. But, like, the responses were pretty funny. 
Um, don't mind me while I drink some Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts! The official, unofficial, non-sponsor of the McTaggart Attack podcast. Yeah. So, like, I got some responses from people. And, um, they were basically people who were mad that I wanted the plastic bags back. I did not, because it was, because it's bad for the environment. First of all, I was not saying that I wanted the plastic bags back. I was asking where the fuck they went. That's all I was doing. That's all I was doing. And someone asked me if they were bad. Don't you know that they were bad for the environment? You know, and I'm like, um, they're worse than paper. When did plastic become worse than paper? I don't understand. When the fuck did this happen? That plastic is worse than paper now? Plastic bags are worse than paper bags now? I didn't, I don't under, it didn't used to be that way. I'm pretty sure back in the 90s. They said they switched to plastic bags because that was better for the environment. I'm pretty sure that's what happened because they stopped giving out the brown paper ones and they gave like the plastic ones instead. You know, they did that. That was a thing. And I thought they did that because as a way of saving the environment or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I had this one person get mad at me on Twitter like, she was saying, you know, she's, she got very mad about it. Um, she got so mad at, at me that she blocked me on Twitter. Like, like, here's what, here's what I think she said. I think I have the picture here somewhere or something. And, um, hold on. I think I have her response here. Because it was weird because, well, she blocked me on Twitter for no apparent reason. And I'm trying to find it. And, uh, let's see, where is it? It was here somewhere. Nope. Nope. No, no, she blocked me. She got mad at me. And, like, she treated me like an idiot. She talked down to me, too, which was nice. Good way to insult me. Um, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I found a website that seemed to indicate that both plastic bags and paper bags were bad for the environment in different ways. So, I just don't fucking know. Uh, it's just... it. I'm... All I wanted to know was... What's with these bigger bags? And all I could get was something about plastic bags hurting the environment. And I'm so because of that, people got mad at me on Twitter, accusing me. Basically, they were, I, I hate the environment because I wanted to know what happened to the bags. I didn't say that I wanted the bags back. I just want to know why the change was made. But I guess the change was made because of the environment. Okay, fine. Good. But can we make a paper bag that's easier to carry, Subway? Is that possible? That's all I'm asking. 
I'm not saying bring the dangerous bags back, the plastic ones back. Just bring back the fucking paper ones. That's all I fucking want. <sighs> Twitter is so fucking stupid. I'm tired of, like, getting in trouble on Twitter for such things. Like, I didn't know that Hitler had anything to do... Hitler had nothing to do with the Berlin Wall, you know? And uh, plastic bags are more dangerous than paper bags. And I ask people why they're insulting people, and they respond to me with an insult, which is nice. That just basically explains everything about social media ever. Fucking douchebags. I wanted to uh, spend a majority of the podcast um, talking about uh, The Sopranos, the hit HBO series, The Sopranos, um, because uh, I watched um, HBO did a thing where um, they played a episode every season um, last week. You know, so like I would stay and watched it. I didn't watch all of the episodes, but I've, I mean, I've watched them before, but it was nice to like see them again. And then once they finished all that, I, I realized and I saw on social media that this was actually the 20th anniversary of when The Sopranos began, of when The Sopranos first came out on HBO. So they celebrated that. They were celebrating that. And I thought I would spend um, a good portion of this podcast talking about um, The Sopranos, because I was a Sopranos fan. I I tried to watch it. I looked forward to it every season. Um, I did I did not start from the beginning. I did not start from the beginning. Um, I forget what season I actually started on. Yeah, let me look. Let me look that up. I meant to look it up before I started recording this bit of it, but fuck it. I'm just gonna look it up while I'm talking because that's what I do in my podcast. Is I look up things while I'm doing the podcast. So let me look up Sopranos and let me try to figure out. I'm. I know, like, I think it was the. Uh, it was the season I knew what, what what how it started. I think I think they showed the first two episodes um that that uh season and um I want to say season 2 was my first season. I'm going to have to figure that out. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Bear with me the fuck here. Um what the fuck is Wikipedia? Okay, here we go. Wikipedia. Um, let's see. Okay. All right. I'm scrolling through. But yeah, I think it was season two. I think I picked up at season two. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck. Um, let's see. Season. I want to say. Because was it. I think it was 2000. I think I started watching it in 2000. Let me, let me see. Hold on. Um, Jackie's brother is released from prison. 
from his sister who was arrived from Seattle. Um, nope. Actually, hold up. Um, oh, well, was it? Hold up. Hmm. Huh. Okay, I think it was actually season three. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, right. I think it was... I'm pretty sure it was season three. Um. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was season three. It wasn't season four. And... Oh, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure... It was season... Hmm. What season was it? Um. Hmm. Let's see. Um. Uh, let's see. I think it was. This has been an awful start to the podcast, and me talking about the Sopranos. I, I'm pretty sure. Um. Yeah, it was. It was the season after. I missed the first two seasons. I did not watch the first two seasons. I started on season three. Right. That was the one um, that I started watching it. I don't think I've actually watched some of the other... The first two seasons, actually. I think I've meant to. I may have watched... I may have watched the first season, but I don't think I've ever watched the second season of The Sopranos. How fucked up is that? How fucked up is that, that? that that's what I did. Like, yeah, no, it was season, it was, it was season, um, yeah, that's right, that's right, it was season, it was season three that I started watching it on, um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's what I did. Season three was my first season of watching The Sopranos. Sorry for me hemming and hawing through that, and I should have fucking, like, researched it, but yeah, season three, because that was the season... Um, I believe it's it, one of the first episodes they dealt with the mother's death and then Ralph Cifaretto, that character, was on. That was the first, like, season that I really watched. And there was, like, stuff that happened in that um, season, you know. Yeah, that that's the first season that I watched was the Ralph Cifaretto season. Um, uh, and, yeah, that's right. Because Ralph was in two episodes, I think. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Ralph was in two episodes, um, two seasons. I mean, he was in two seasons because he got killed in season four. That's right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's right. He got killed in season four. So, yeah. I knew Ralph got killed in season four. I know I didn't start in season four. But I know that I, I watched, I'm pretty sure it was season four. Where, yeah, that's right. Okay. Right, so season four is when I... Season three is when I started watching The Sopranos. And, like, I, I didn't really watch the first two seasons. I might have, and I may have forgotten it. Actually, yeah, I think I have, like, watched, like, the first two seasons. Um, somehow. But I just um, don't remember them. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've watched almost every episode. Because, honestly, I got lost a lot in what they were saying. You know, because they talked so fast. It was ridiculous. 
you know? And, um, just, yeah, I just got lost in what they were saying. But I just, I found the character of Tony Soprano so captivating, you know? He, he clearly was the best part of the show. He clearly was what kept the show going, you know? And it just, that's, that, that's all, you know? He, he, James Gandolfini's performance as, as Anthony Soprano has to be one of the greatest TV show performances of all time. Because I, I don't know how many times he won, like, an Oscar for it or anything. But just, like, the range of emotions that he went through. Like, the, 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 how how serious he got. How funny he got. Like, just, just the range of emotions. How violent he got. It was just, it was just amazing. And how he was able to, like, humanize the character of a mob boss. You know, humanized might not be the right word but I mean you see how he's a family man and how he's dealing with internal struggles and how he's dealing with mafia struggles and stuff like that and you know he's got all this stuff going on like he was able to portray it in such a great way such an understated way too I think because sometimes he didn't say anything and then when he did say something you were in a whole lot of fucking trouble that's for goddamn sure yeah so so yeah Anthony Soprano was definitely my favorite part of the show. Um, I think at one point my favorite couple on the show was probably Christopher and Adriana, or Christopher and Adriana. Um, Michael Imperioli and whatever the fuck Adriana's name is. I don't know. I just call her Adriana. That's all. And yeah, that is they were a good part of the show too and they they that was that that was interesting and they both both their lives the characters lives ended tragically oh. adriana's murder got me the worst i think because like i know she was a rat but like I thought I honestly thought that she and Christopher, Christopher, I'm sorry cuz that's how she called them. I thought they were honestly going to like leave and never come back, you know? And that didn't happen at all. Like th- th- that's what I thought was going to happen. That's how fucking naive I was at the time. I'm like, "Oh, maybe they'll fight. They'll actually will escape Tony." I mean, they were talking about it and all that stuff and and then Christopher saw that family at the gas station and it just changed his fucking mind. Didn't want it to be him. But I think that messed with him greatly. Ratting on Adriana like that. That messed with his head, his character's head. That that shattered his character for forever. And his life ended tragically as well. His character's life. He just... He didn't die, but his character... Yeah. But, like, when Adriana... Like, what happened was... Like... Um... Tony called Adriana and said that Christopher was in the hospital. You know? And, um... That they were gonna bring her... Uh... uh, Phil? No. Silvio. Silvio was gonna drive her... To the, uh... To the hospital. So they're driving to the hospital. At least you think they're driving to the hospital. And then they end up in the middle of the woods. 
And Silvio fucking kills Adriana. She's like screaming in agony. And he, he kills her. Then they hide the car. I don't know what they did with the body. I think they may have just left the body there. I don't remember what they did with the body exactly. but Holy shit. That shocked me. But then it didn't shock me. Because she was a rat. I think my favorite violent scene from Tony Soprano was probably when because this had been building up for two seasons when Tony and Ralph Cifaretto got in a fight and Tony killed him because of a horse because Ralph Ralph did a few things that pissed off Tony but the last straw I think for the last straw definitely for Tony with Ralph was when he burned the stable down and the horse died the horse that he loved Tony had a big affinity for animals and yeah, just that horse. Ralph killed the horse, so Tony had to kill him. Just made a lot of sense and they just made him disappear because he was a made guy. They had to get rid of him. They had to make it so that he just fucking disappeared and that we never saw him again. Yeah, that was definitely season four. No, I'm getting back to that. Yeah, that was season four, because, like, yeah. Right, because season three was my first season. Season four was the second. Because, yeah, it's, it's all coming back to me now. I missed the first two seasons of Sopranos. But I think I've watched them all now. For the most part, maybe. I don't remember. Anyway. Um. So, yeah. Let's see, what else was I going to say about the Sopranos? Um. I mean... It, it's, it was a great show. Like, it, it just... It never really... It was a show that, like... Focused on the bad guys. But made them look human. And showed them why they did the things that they did. You know? It was really a great... I think it... it shows like Breaking Bad and Mad Men... I don't think could have been done... Without the Sopranos. Sopranos being a hit. Made those shows possible. Sopranos being a hit. Also probably saved HBO. Because HBO was still putting out movies. But people were going to Blockbuster. People were renting movies. There were other ways to get movies. And watch movies. And stuff like that. And what does HBO do? They start making their own shit. And, like, Sopranos was one of the first shows that they did. That, well, not the first, but, I mean, it was their most successful one at that time. But there have been other more successful ones. But I'm not talking about those other shows right now because this I'm dedicating this to the goddamn Sopranos. I think one character I didn't like on the Sopranos was Polly. I just... She just irked me. Like, I was always afraid whenever I saw Polly on screen, because I thought he was gonna, like, kick on, or piss off, or beat up somebody that I liked. Because he seemed to do that. Like, Polly always seemed to be that person that, like, would always get irked at something, and then, or something would rub him the wrong way, and it just, it just, it's, it's, it was weird. He, he, yeah, it just, I, I, I just felt awkward 
whenever I saw him on the screen. I don't really know how to fucking explain it, but, like, whenever I see him on screen, I thought, oh, mm, okay, what's, what's gonna happen? And then, like, I just, I felt like his character was, like, probably the worst, I think. I don't know. It was just, he was a very old-school gangster person trying to exist in the new new world in present day, you know? He was more of an old-school gangster and because he, he was one of the oldest. And, like, he, he's... There was a huge clash of, you know, cultures there, I think. I think it's best described. Maybe that's why I found him awkward because, like, he... he he didn't seem to fit there, you know, and he, he would always be the one to say something awkward. He would always be the one to like, you could always rely on to like, say something that you'd be like, why the fuck are you saying that for? Like anytime he'd say something on The Sopranos, I'd say to myself, why the fuck are you saying that for? That's a terrible thing to say. He His character was great at like saying the worst thing at the most possible time. Go watch Sopranos and see what, I'm, what the fuck I'm talking about. What are my other thoughts on Sopranos? Um, uh, oh. Oh, I need to talk about this. There might be other things, but the one... The last thing I know I wanted to talk about was the series finale and how the series finale ended. For those of you unaware, it's just Tony and Carmela, his wife, and AJ. They're all showing up to the restaurant. And Carmela, no, 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 Meadow, Meadow Soprano is, um, is, is trying to park. But then, like, you notice all these, they're showing all these other guys in the restaurant. And you're thinking, what are they doing? What's going on? And then... Tony looks up and it goes to black. And that's the last thing you see. And that pissed off so many people. So many people were so pissed off at that. I was just blown away. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Did the, did the, did the TV break? Did we lose the connection? No, we didn't lose the connection. That's how they wanted to do it. And it's like... It's really open-ended. You have no idea. It's one of those endings where you leave it up to your own devices as to what happened. Did Tony die? Did Tony get whacked? Did he not get whacked? He'd already been shot before. But here's the thing. Like My thought on it is this. If they had shown Tony getting killed, that's a terrible way to end the series. Because then you know how it ended. And you wouldn't want to watch it again. When you did watch it again. It wouldn't be the same. Because you know how it ends. You know? And what if they had just like. Panned out from the family. Like Meadow walks in. And then they all sit. And they're happy together. And it fades out. And you'd seen that. That actually wouldn't have been a bad idea. But still, people probably would have complained about that because nothing fucking happened. But here you're like, this, this was really the best. The way they ended it 
the way the series finale ended for The Sopranos was really the best way to do it, I think. Just to leave it open-ended. You decide. You decide what the fuck happened. What do I think happened? I don't know. I change my mind all the time. I'm like, I want to say that they lived happily ever after. That's actually my current... That's been my thing. Like, I don't think he died. He may have. I don't know. But you don't know. And why should you care? Because it's just a TV show. But yeah, that's that's my opinion on the on the series finale. And um, I think that covers a lot of the stuff I liked about the show. I just... Yeah, just it was fun to like see like the mafia side and then them as family members them as like normal human beings as well you know there was there was a good they did a great job of like showing the family side and then the family side both families their actual family and their mafia family they did a great job of covering both of those David Chase, the creator, did, and whoever the fuck the writers are, they they all did a fantastic job with all of that. Let's see. Um, that's enough of the Sopranos. Uh, what what the hell? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna um see what I'm gonna rant about for what's pissing you off. Let's see. Um, I did ask people. Uh. And, um, let's see. Oh, I did ask people, but, like, Heather Caldera, um, brought up something that I, because, like, I only, I only watched, like, the first season once, I think. But, um, I think I remember this scene. Because she just commented on my, when I asked people for what's pissing you off, Heather Caldera goes, what? No fucking ZD? And apparently that was a line from AJ in the first season at his confirmation and I think everyone got mad at him for that or something like that I forget what it was exactly or somebody must have hit him I forget what the reaction was I'll have to go back and look at it but let's see there's um let's see uh okay I'm gonna go with Carlin Martinez she's gonna be the winner of this week this episode's uh what's pissing you off um Hers is rather lengthy. I'm going to read it, and we'll see what it is. Um, hers was, So, lately, whenever I jump into a local store, like one of the co-ops or singletons or something, all of the ski tourists from Mass and whatnot stand really close behind in line. Like, it's polite to give people a little bubble of space. I'm not moving any fucking faster, and if you're in such a mood that you have to go quickly, spend less time choosing between which CBD beverage and artisanal maple syrup glass bottle you want to bring back home for grandma and get the fuck along with it. Or just a lot enough space between us that I don't accidentally reach into your back pocket while looking for my phone. Um... I, okay, I hate when I'm in line and it's ski season because it seems like all of these out-of-town skiers don't know how to respect other people's goddamn personal space bubbles. What the fuck is that? 
Like, you're a goddamn tourist, and you just... You you just lose all sense of caring about anybody else's fucking personal space. I've never gone skiing, but apparently they treat people like sardines there, and you just line up and be as fucking close as possible. Is it because you're, you're, you're so used to being out in the cold when you're skiing that you need to be standing close to people to keep your body to keep your body warm? Is that what the fuck it is? Is that what your fucking problem is? Well you're inside, asshole. You're in a store where it's warm. Give us give me some fucking space, you stupid out of town tourist skier people. How was that, Carlin? Let me know. Um, I think that was pretty good. I felt I felt good about it. I'm, I'm really honing in on this. What's pissing you off? Ranting about other people's stuff on their behalf. I, um, I, I think I'm really nailing it now. Um, anyway, that's the end of uh, episode 96 of the McTaggart Attack podcast. Wow, 96 episodes. We're almost to 100. So fucking exciting. Um, go ahead and find me on Twitter at Kev McTee. Look up the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. Look up me on Facebook if you want. Um, if you have any comments or suggestions, uh, email me at, at the uh, McTaggart Attack podcast email. It's McTaggartAttack at gmail.com. Um, or you can send me a Facebook message or something. I'm, I want to know what I can do to, to fix, to make this more popular. And stuff like that. So if you can give me any type of advice that you want, that would be great. Also, I want sponsorship. If, if you could please, if you want to sponsor my podcast and give me money to sponsor your shit, I will do it. So let me know. And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking. Bada bing. Oh my god, that's one of the funniest stories. Actually, that's one of the funniest fucking stories. I was on a golf trip once. Um, and we, I was driving with a bunch of guys. We were trying to find a strip club. And I was in the car with a bunch of guys from Massachusetts. And um, we were trying... Me and this other guy who was sitting in front. We were trying to figure out which bar to go to. And um, there's, there's a strip club, I think, in Myrtle Beach called The Crazy Horse. I think. So, like, all these assholes from mass, mass holes, if you will, they see the crazy horse and they yell out, Bing! The butter bing! The butter bing! Like the strip club from The Sopranos. All right, that's enough for this episode for right now. Um, yeah. I've already said my tagline, so I'm not going to say it again. And that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking. <laughs>